0: It's
1: Cofield and Company on ESPN Las Vegas. I am Steve Cofield.
0: Come on and do it with me. The tight shorts
1: typhoon. I'm like a a leaf blower. I'm like a wood chipper. I'm like a a blender on puree. I need you. I am Steve Cofield. 351 pounds, allegedly. Even if he does look like Eric Gregg ate James Tony. Now I'm very angry.
0: With Steve Cofield and Adam Hill.
1: All right, here we go. Six oh five start, Las Vegas Ballpark, UNLV taking on Hawaii. We're about uh, 65 minutes, I can do the math. Pretty good, still have it. A little bit sharp every once in a while. First pitch right here at Las Vegas Ballpark. Ticketmaster.com, you know, at this point, just buy the tickets at the gate. You can buy tickets for all three games. You can buy a single game. Should be a good time out here as the uh, Rebels come into the game 17-7 and in the Mountain West. Hawaii not in the Mountain West for baseball, Big West. But Rebels having a really good season. 31-16. and 16. I think they have nine games left. So finish it off with nine straight wins. Let's go. 40 wins. Uh, and the Rebels got off to an unreal start. Uh, stumbled a little bit against Air Force last weekend, but certainly want to make the push to win the Mountain West Conference Tournament and get to the NCAAs. Uh, if you're not going to come out to the game, highly advise going to see the season opener of... The Las Vegas Aces, you'll be watching on TV because the home opener is here on Sunday. But Friday, 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 that's today. Aces opening in Phoenix against the Mercury. And Parkway Tavern is going to host a bunch of our ESPN Las Vegas viewing parties. And you know this is the home of radio play-by-play for the Aces and Becky Hammond leading the way. Tonight, Mercury against the Aces. Q is on the scene. Lots of prizes. Great happy hour specials. At Parkway Tavern, it's at the Flamingo and 215 location, and we'll be bouncing around at different Parkway Taverns for different games. So get on out there. Am I allowed to tweet stuff and say stuff on the air like, go and beat that slime ball Diana Taurasi? Am I allowed to do that? Sure. Okay. You, you sure? Just you just did. I just don't want – you know, I don't want – now, you know, we, we start to – you know, we start to cover sports, and we, you know, we, we kind of cover it the way we do all sports – I mean, she is the buffoon who broke a door last year, and then basically no showed the uh, the title series press conference words, and then following up on that, she wouldn't answer questions about it. So she's female. You? Uh, yeah. Why not? Okay. Fine. She's a she's an out of control ruffian. Is that too harsh? I don't like no, her. It's fine. I don't like her. She's a sore loser. She's a rival. I like I like people who respect the game. Well, she's
0: also a. a- a UConn star, so a rival of Rutgers. That's That has nothing to do with it, it at does. all. No, it really doesn't. I it does. <laughs> I, it, it, I often forget
1: where the ladies went to school, but it's a safe assumption that almost everyone played for Gino. And Geno's kind of a sore loser. Kind of? I know you love Gino, Ugh. So you're anti-Gino products. Don't right. worry about my college women's college basketball rivalries coming to, to light here. Except for Elena, who got away. Right. By the way... We'll get to the Big Five here. Did you did you see him, uh, I think it was right before the title game or right before the Final Four, he was talking about the transfer portal and he was basically like, if you leave us, screw off. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're not going to make it anyway. No one really has. And were you on the show? So whoever was on the show was like, uh, Elena Deladon? Like, she did okay, Gino? Yeah. Like, if you can't make it with us, you're not going to make it anywhere. Can't
0: cut it here. Can't yeah. cut it anywhere. All right, He's, bro. he's losing it. Okay. He's, he stinks. Big Five time.
1: <laughs> Battle Born Injury Lawyers presents
0: the Big Five at Five,
1: number five. So you're not surprised that Kelly McCrimmon is back as the GM of the Vegas Golden Knights. I figured fans have targets up right now for Pete DeBoer, GMKM, and Leonard. So McCrimmon's coming back? Yeah, welcome
0: back. Good, new, good so you, news. You don't buy into office. what
1: we talked about it on Monday, uh, Vegas – Super fan, and a lot of fans think this, and we've heard this from some NHL insiders that uh, some of the toxicity around the organization. Negrano's like, "Yeah, hey, it's McCrimmon." I guess not. Well,
0: I, I didn't say I didn't buy into it. It's, cert- it's certainly possible. It's one of the things that could be the case. Uh, I don't necessarily know that that's the case, but um, even if it is, doesn't mean doesn't mean he's necessarily getting uh, getting rid of him. So right now, uh, Bill Foley has given a vote of confidence. Hasn't been any formal announcement made on potential. Oh, Coaching situation? Is it not okay? Okay. I thought you said there wasn't any formal decision on on McCrimmon. I'm like, if Foley uh, says he's back, he's back. Yeah, he said he's, he's going to bring him back, and you know they've had those discussions, and uh, he's bringing McCrimmon back. Now you can you can point out this season, I, I the the company line around the Golden Knights is the only thing that went wrong was injuries. I agree with that, to be honest. Um, and so I, I think it's it's easier. You don't mean, you don't mean only. Yeah. Well. Uh, okay. Uh, it's not other the only other thing. things were wrong, but I will bet you a million dollars right now that if they had average health, they're in the playoffs. You don't have a million dollars. Okay. So. But I'll, I'll bet you my house. But there's, it's impossible to judge it. But yes, is anybody? Nobody is dumb enough to think that if they didn't have the like a record-setting year for injuries, they wouldn't be in the playoffs, right? Like nobody's that dumb. I think they would have been in. I'm not sure that they would have been a factor. And
1: you can't just look at the injuries and go, bad luck. If you trade for guys who have an injury history or they've had an injury history repeatedly with the Knights, then that's just, that's not just bad luck. Yeah, but Eichel is actually healthy. I'm not talking about Eichel. I'm talking about guys they traded for in the past and who they've built the organization around. Sure. Who have had consistent injury issues. And I, Adam, I said it before this year. I don't want to pile on the guy. But I worried a lot about the durability of Robin Leonard. Sure. And the way it played out. You know, it's a bummer. Jacked up his knee and, you know, had a labor issue. That's according to me, Dr. Cofield. Maybe I'm <laughs> off sure. on that. Sure, He did have the surgery, I think, yesterday. They're saying it went well. My, my bigger deal is now what happens with Pete DeBoer? Because you told us on Monday you believe DeBoer is well-respected around the league. If he was let go, he'll be scooped up. Sure. So if you're Pete DeBoer. And this goes on for like through this weekend. Are you looking around? And you're like, you know what? I want to walk. Like I can go somewhere else. Because what? what is the, Here's the thing. And I know they're very secretive. What is the working relationship with DeBoer
0: and McCrimmon and DeBoer doing all the subtle comments, the subtle digs? Yeah. I mean, I, I would. I we tried. You know, we I don't know how many people watched the entire presser with both DeBoer and McCrimmon. And a bunch of players the other day. I know it was long uh, that we sat there and kind of went at it with on a lot of different issues. Um, I would, I, I don't. I am looking forward to when. I don't know how to say this properly. I would love to talk to DeBoer honestly. I would. I'm not looking forward to him being gone. I I think he should be back. But at some point when he's not here, like, you know, I've I've referenced a couple times that I you know went and you know sat down with Gerard Gallant this year in New York and got to talk more honestly about what went on here. Like, I'm looking forward to that with Pete DeBoer at some point, too. Like, I would love to know where the messaging was coming from. He said he should not have said Robin Leonard's healthy. He made a mistake. Why did he make that mistake? Was that forced on him? Was that somebody above saying, say this? Because they kept referencing the he's healthy, he's healthy, he's healthy as being a mistake when he wasn't healthy. My bigger question was, when robin Leonard was not healthy and they put him in net and peter Bohr said well that's why he's paid to start these games so who made that decision that sounds like somebody above you saying i don't care that he's hurt yeah. we're paying him put him in net like that's what that sounded like, like i don't know it uh, sounds like a line you'd get from upper management that's not, what, not that's the what, coach that's what it sounds like and so he because he's still there i don't think he's going to ever say anything i would love to know how much of that communication issue came through and how much was somebody else and how much was him like I would love to know those things uh but I you know if it takes him losing his job I don't want to know now I'd like to know at some other point like I, I think he he has had enough success in this league he's done enough good things uh to still warrant being the coach I don't know if the same can necessarily be said about upper management but um you know they are still in place and we'll see what they do going going forward and how this offseason goes they have said there's going to be major changes they don't really have flexibility to make major changes so what do they do Number four. Make sure you keep us in the loop when you talk to DeBoer, okay? Can you get
1: someone?
0: Talked about the thing a hundred times.
1: No, I'm saying when you get a more intimate discussion with DeBoer. Of course. Yeah. Can you get one with Kevin Stefanski so we can find out what he really thinks of Baker Mayfield? Because I'd love we to do. know. Anybody. Yeah, I think, I, think we, know. I think we do. i <laughs> love to hear him unplugged on that. Um, listen, no one's smashing Baker Mayfield inside the NFL, but... No one's stepping up to trade for him,
0: and I guess Pete Carroll repeated it again that the Seahawks, Damn, we don't, we're don't, we good. We're good at quarterback. Yeah, he obviously can't talk about Baker Mayfield directly, but a lot of the assumption has been that they're going to trade for Baker Mayfield at some point because they haven't really done anything in the quarterback market beyond you know, getting Drew Locke back in that Russell Wilson deal. Um, and he said without, of course, mentioning Baker Mayfield's name that they don't expect to be making a trade for a quarterback. Now, you can read that two different ways. One, that they're not going to get Baker Mayfield, or two – that they're simply waiting for him to be released like that's possible so he's not saying specifically we're not going to have Baker Mayfield on the team but he is he does seem to be at least if you take him for his word ruling out making a trade for Baker Mayfield which you know I think raised a lot of eyebrows because people kind of thought after they didn't really invest in the draft the only other way to salvage anything for this season would be to to add potentially a Baker Mayfield and if they don't, than they are the Cincinnati Reds, essentially. And we'll see how they plan on trying to build things, but it doesn't seem like they have much concern about this season. Number three. So we found out what the international games are,
1: Adam, for the NFL. Vikings, Saints, Giants, Packers, Broncos, Jaguars, Seahawks, Bucks,
0: Niners, Cardinals. Raiders could have been in the mix. Could have, yes. Um, there is some, some weird, you know, talk behind the scenes that the raiders have arranged a handshake agreement to not have any more international games after they had like five and six years or whatever craziness it was um but the raiders did have because they announced the teams that are hosting them uh well in advance a couple months ago they said these are the teams that are going to host international games and when you look at the schedule the raiders have two road games against teams that are hosting international games the jaguars and the saints so there was a because that's you know eight road games or i guess nine this year but that's two out of it's essentially 25 percent of your road games have the potential to be international games they're not they're going to be here uh i did hear some real celebration um among some fans because in particular now nobody cares if they go to jacksonville or not that's the worst market in the nfl uh but there's some fans that were very very scared that the new Orleans game was going to be taken away and maybe some people on the beat as well, uh, that are very excited to go to new Orleans. So good news. Raiders will play in new Orleans coming up this week.
1: They're going to trickle out if they can control it. The NFL is pretty good at this, but they're going to be releasing select games until we find out about the entire schedule this coming season on the 12th.
0: Yeah. Well, they're going to, God, they're there
1: every day. They're like, we got to be in the news every day. Yeah. Um, on the 9th good morning america will have some announcement about select game cbs mornings on the 10th fox and friends gets an announcement on the 11th the today show on the 12th and all the morning shows well it's
0: all it's all their partners obviously yes, yeah. and so everybody that has a partner deal with the nfl uh, then gets to you know have an announcement of a game like a major game on their schedule on their morning show which what is what,
1: is Am- what does amazon get
0: uh, didn't they already announce? They announced at the draft, didn't they? They, they made it official. That the second the Thursday first, game. They announced the first Amazon game at the draft. Yeah, yeah.
1: So that's what Chargers Chiefs.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. That says that says a lot that everyone else has got to wait. Amazon gets the first the first free pop.
0: Well, they don't really have that. What are they going to put it into the previews on like morning show? So that's Apple. It's Apple. Yeah. yeah. And I was trying to I was trying to think Worst. of something
1: creative to be a smart ass about uh, Amazon Prime, but uh, I couldn't come up with anything. So. Oh. Side note. We all get we all get a slip in whatever we order about these.
0: here Here's the game. A side note, like, you do have to keep all the services because there's always, like, one thing that you want to watch. I'm everything. not keeping all the services. Last night. It's, yeah, I'm getting rid of something. There was something I really, really wanted to watch last night. And you didn't have it? No, I, I had it, but it took me, like, forever. I, it, why I do you, why did you ask me for a password? No, I have User? it. Oh, okay. I'm, I have, I just didn't know, like, it's on a channel, right. which who knows how to find finding channels now? And then you're like, all right, well, I went to the channel, and then I went to their... Uh, there, I, I went through my Roku and tried to find it because he usually finds anything. Don't you have a voice command? I do. I, yeah, I went. I said, "Find this," and it looked. To, it took did me it not to pick it. it up? No, it took me to it, and then said, "Not available." And I was like, "Now I got to try to find another path in." It was, by the way, phenomenal. It was the Girls Gone Wild documentary, the Joe Francis. Wow, okay, that could be weekend viewing. Wow, it was, it's really good. oh, it's okay. good. Yeah, all clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. that's disappointing. He's not a great dude. No, he he's turns, surprised. Turns out, he's turns kind of, out kind of a spoiler scumbag. alert, kind of his comeback.
1: Number two. Allegedly. The Dan Ventrelli thing. Changes going on right now. The president of the Raiders is out. But I did want to mention they've been kind of tweaking and toying with uh, management in terms of personnel, scouting. So what's going on here? Because there's also some reports out there that the Raiders may go and raid. Did I say the yeah, Raiders? Raiders may go and raid the Patriots again.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, listen, it's not surprising. Anytime there's people that are going to be available, anytime they're going to be looking to hire, uh, they're going to be going in that direction. We but know the that. Thought, the thought forever is that you don't do that to Belichick when you leave. I just, well, I wonder if the, Belichick's the, near
1: the end. Is that what it, has he given Absolutely. the blessing? No, but I think everybody's or like... It, or Ziggler and McDaniel like you
0: can't do anything to us now, so screw him. No, I, th- I think it's it's that of like, I think there was a fear of hey, he might not get us this year or next year, but he'll get us at some point. Now it's like. How long is it going to be there? Really, it's not going to be that long. And I'm sure word is around, and I'm sure Belichick even once Brady was gone, I think it was like, all right, well, there, you know, it's a, it's a new era now, and it's it's closer to the end, and I think it's, it's that'll be okay. So I, I think that those things um, are, are definitely something to watch. If the if the Raiders need to make hires and you know scouting or personnel or even coaches, they they, they brought coaches with them. So you know, I, I think that there's a lot of different areas that they will look to the Patriots and continue to be Patriots West in building their scouting department, their front office, their coaching staff, and their running back room, apparently. Man,
1: there are so many good things going on right now with the Raiders, but it seems like every couple of months you just get that face palm. You're like, oh, no. On the way back, we'll tell you what, Dan Ventrelli, who's out as president, is giving as a reason why he's out, and we're hearing – Hostile workplace, this ain't good. It's the Big Five at Five, brought to you by Battle Born Injury Lawyers. If you've been injured, call Justin Watkins at Battle Born Injury Lawyers,
0: 570 9000.
1: Live at the LV Ballpark in Summerlin. It's a cool game against the Raiders.
0: Might have been a fumble.
1: It's Cofield and Company. Might have been... Come on. Come clean. You and Beavs collaborating on whatever this is. Nah, I have the whole story wrong, apparently. <laughs> Beebs has it out there. We can all tell the truth about something. Adam Hill, Cofield, LV Ballpark, Hawaii in town. Three-game series against your Hustlin' Rebels, UNLV. Awesome start so far to the season. This is a non-con game, but they're 17-7 and 7 in the Mountain West Conference. Stretch run here. Final nine, uh, nine games of the season. So... Alarming news. At first it was shocking. Now it's alarming. Uh, Shocking news that Dan Vantrelli is out as the president of the Raiders. My assumption was, hey, you know what, the guy decided he wanted to do something else. Although, you know, another guy like Bedane who'd been with the organization for a long, 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 long time, we never really got an explanation on what happened with Mark Bedane. Bedane is now part of the project. With uh, Wiki to try to build a brand new twenty thousand seat arena, draw an NBA team to that area down by uh, LV Boulevard and Blue Diamond. I don't know what Ventrelli's off to, but my guess is he's going to be off to speaking to the NFL a lot because huh. there may be an investigation. Because what he's alleging, the reason he's giving for walking,
0: and check that he said he got fired. Yeah. What's the reason? So yeah, he essentially said that he was it was retaliation for him being a whistleblower. We got a full statement from him, uh, which was texted earlier today. Uh, It said, quote, Today, Mark Davis terminated my employment as president of the Las Vegas Raiders. I've committed almost 18 years of my life to the success of the Raiders as general counsel and president. I take that responsibility very seriously, which is why multiple written complaints from employees that Mark created a hostile work environment and engaged in other potential misconduct caused me grave concern. When Mark was confronted about these issues, he was dismissive and did not demonstrate the warranted level of concern. Given this, I informed the NFL of these issues and of Mark's unacceptable response. Soon thereafter, I was fired in retaliation for raising those concerns. I firmly stand by my decision to elevate these issues to protect the organization and its female employees. I remain committed to doing everything in my power to support the Raiders and the Las Vegas community that I now call home. I've retained counsel and will have no further comment at this time. All right. End quote.
1: Yeah. All right. So where do we go from here? I mean, Mark Davis is a very quiet guy. He doesn't want to have to deal with this stuff in public. It is interesting that just about, what, a week ago, he was on, was it a Bay Area outlet where he was, again, kind of pledging allegiance to Gruden, you know, saying that he he just didn't see anything that Gruden did that was over the line. And then when you have Ventrelli throwing this stuff out, I mean, if true – then it'd be be hard to expect him to be a, a real objective
0: judge on Gruden's behavior. Yeah, I'm tr- I'm trying to sift through some thoughts now. I I will say I've heard heard in the last couple of days some of this come up, and with the firing of Ventrelli today, my initial thought was, oh, must have been him. Like obviously, if you're like, okay, these things are coming up.
1: Oh, you thought Ventrelli could have been the guy who was creating the toxic work environment, had issues issues with female employees. Only
0: because you start hearing, like, okay, this is the case, and then he's fired, like, oh, they took care of it, he's fired. Now, this changes the entire story, obviously, because if this was an employee, or a very high-level employee, uh, trying to let his superiors know, like, hey, look, these are things that are going on, they have to be kind of changed... Well, and then the retaliation comes for trying to bring those things to light. That is really, really bad. And, again, we don't know. This is his side. So there's a lot to sift through and a lot to get to the bottom of. If this was actually the timeline of events, it's really, really bad for the Raiders. Really bad. But, again, that's a big if. We don't know. This is him saying it. this. Yeah. Is, by the way, somebody who was fired today saying this. I'm sure a lot of people say things when they're fired. Now, whether it's true or not, we'll find out. And now the NFL
1: has the issue of you know not not only worrying about another allegation like this you know to go with the long-standing allegations against the Commanders, but we've got government officials who are kind of sniffing around the Commanders. Now the NFL is going to probably
0: have to fend off folks like that with the Raiders again, if true. Well, I mean, I, I'm sure that they're going to have to deal with that regardless if it's true or not because it'll be an investigation they'll look into Wait, it now, but you don't you know i now, now you're gonna have
1: government officials like okay like we're already looking into the commander how many teams do you have doing this you already got jerry well, richardson
0: too well and you remedy that but it's like what how how many places is going on okay well there's also the cowboys with the paternity issue that's going on well, there the the cowboys there's, with the,
1: the payoff to the guy the the high level guy in the organization who was accused of freaking peeping tom action yeah
0: the, on jones daughter the, and, the, and peeping on the cheerleaders the, and by the way that was part of the gruden issue too for those that re- forgot that part of it because it was kind of glossed over part of it was they were trading photos of commanders cheerleaders naked in the emails that was like people talk about all the comments there was also those things uh which relate to this there also is investigations into whether there was bribes offered to lose games in miami which i'm sure there's interest there from other people outside outside the nfl like there's a lot to deal with right now. We for were just joking about, and I've done it
1: a couple times yesterday, we were joking about Goodell and what he wakes up to every day. And, you know, the counter is, well, you make, you know, 35 to $50 million a year. I guess this comes with the territory. But, like, every day he must wake up and he's like, okay, what have they done now? And it's not like everyone used to think, oh, it's the players in this league. Ah, no, it's the owners and management. Yeah. Every day. It's not every day, but, you know, well, every
0: this, couple of weeks. It reminds me, you know, to tie back to the UFC conversation we had of Dana White's used this quote many times but he he says he often like wakes up in the morning and looks at his phone and goes oh god not again here we go <laughs> here we go and that, what fire do I have to put out and it's it's kind of the same with the NFL and and you're right I think for a long time it was like these players and I was like these owners this this organizations well we have some great
1: owners coming into town we do with the desert dogs great we do yeah Joe Sy, uh, Dustin Dustin Johnson, Wayne Gretzky, Steve Nash, uh, they're all part of the ownership for our new Desert Dogs. It'll be rolling out later in 2022. You can find out about the team at LasVegasDesertDogs.com. And right now we've got a merch pack. Caller 7, Jared will hook you up. 364-1100, get your gear for the Desert Dogs.
0: 3 ball, right side splash down from Tyler Hero right in front of one of his heroes Dwayne Wayne Coladievo inbounds gets it to Tyler Tyler both feet on the arena logo gets to the three-point line fires it knocks it down somebody is locked
1: in hanging at the LV ballpark it's Cofield and company what a rock play going on right now those uh those hero highlights with the nice music there from the Vast Sound crew, led by Jared today. I mean. 41-34. Oh, it's in the third. Okay. It's in the third. My uh, my scoreboard, we don't have that. My scoreboard initially said end of the third. I was like, 41-34 at the end of the third. What <laughs> the hell's going on here now? It's yeah, Second half just started. Philly's leading
0: 41-34.
1: What's the hero doing? He's got six
0: points. Okay, I really want to crush. I mean, clearly, the Vast Sound crew absolutely missed missed the chance there. With? Well, I know the Vast Sound crew is very hip. Uh, Jack Harlow's new album came out last night. His old you know, album. I, you know, I was actually going to pull some, but I ran out of time today. You you like this guy. Love Jack Harlow. But here's the thing. his His, fir- his other album, his first album that came out, there's literally a song called Tyler Hero. Oh boy. And he raps right. about his good friend Tyler Hero. All right. Well, we'll so, be we'll be pulling that next week. Th- with Tyler Hero highlights the vast sound crew is very hip usually. Okay. I think well, missed out on the chance.
1: You're not going to nail it every time, you know. <laughs> we
0: don't we go, we don't get
1: to deliver on <laughs> There's so many of time. them.
0: All right. You would think somebody sitting in that room
1: Where do we go here? You want to go NBA? We we're like backed up because of the the crazy news with the Raiders. Dan Ventrelli's out as the president and then that was this morning, and then he's saying that there's a hostile work environment. He tried to report it, and he just got ignored. And he's going straight at MD Mark Davis, the owner of the Raiders. Um, I want to hit some NBA, and we'll get to. I mean, do we have to? But it's not shocking. We'll get to the Phil Mickelson gambling news that's out. Lordy. The least least surprising headline uh, of all. time. Man. All right. So Adam's been waiting all week. You are on Monday. You're on Friday. Uh, we didn't have time Monday, frankly, to get to this because I didn't watch it. And I try not to spoil everything on Mondays on shows that are on over the weekend, but winning time. Oh, what a show. You love this show. I, You've not been dissuaded at all by the Jerry West lawsuit? No, because first of all,
0: he is redeemed. Like, he should have waited till the end of the series. Yep. He's, he's been redeemed, I think, for the most part uh, in a lot of this. Uh, I, I had I had a little bit of depression hit the last couple of days. I don't think I'm gonna watch the last episode on Sunday. You don't want it to end? I don't want it to be over. This is this is the like one of the greatest shows that has come out in a long time. I mean they
1: can't wrap this in one episode. They're gonna there has to be a second season.
0: But I think the second season is Shaq Kobe. No, it's too soon. I, th- I know. I thought they I thought they announced that a couple weeks ago. We need another, how many episodes so far? Eight? Nine. Nine we we
1: need another nine on the eighties
0: for the Lakers. There's more than ten. Hopefully there's more than maybe they made an extra couple. I need some like like DVD lost lost footage so or something. Do you? By the way, do when you watch, um, do you get the like the extra little video pod? I, I, I've seen some on YouTube. Okay. I need to watch more of them. Because
1: it, it, it automatically pops on. We have HBO Max. It automatically pops on.
0: So do I, but it does And it's
1: Rick Fox. Yeah, because I told someone else about it, and they're like, I can't find it. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I don't know how to work a TV anymore. So <laughs> if it comes up, it comes up. But, yeah, it's Rick Fox. And last week, Sally Field was on.
0: And, uh, She's Lily. dead. Well, real Sally Field is oh. alive. Yeah, I just, its real life to me. Yeah. So she was on. It's like it's like wrestling. It's real to me. Darling. Okay, most
1: fascinating. Um, magic starting to doink everything that walks.
0: Okay, that's great.
1: Um, <laughs> First of all, can I like like really getting into it? Like they're showing
0: him. Yeah, you know, he wakes up one morning. He's got two chicks in bed with him. Uh, uh, no, recount. There, I think there's four. It, it, because here's Why here's the this. thing. This and this is. <laughs> I mean, you're so you get so excited with the show. I do. Uh, we don't have to talk about the that part of it. We can talk about other things from the show. I'll just say, you don't. I don't think eh, I'm not in that world. You don't do that, and then you don't sleep. Like if there's four, get out. What, what are we doing? You're not in that world. <laughs> I'm not. But I feel like you don't like leave. There's four of you. Go together. If one can stay, maybe.
1: Just okay. get out. I'm gonna. I'm going to delve into that world for a second. Okay. If you're
0: – Are you going to suggest if there's drug use And you now, just pass out?
1: I, are, we, are we supposed to do this on sports radio anymore? Is this like massage? I don't know. It's fine. I don't know. Can we do it? I'm just, I'm just thinking if, there's, if you're 6'9", you're whatever, 21 years old, and you've got four women, like you're – I don't think it's like a one-time thing and let's all sleep. That's what I'm saying. Like, Don't I'm guessing, sleep. Leave. Like I'm guessing, whenever there's wake-up time, let's let's go.
0: That's what I'm. Round that's what I'm two, saying.
1: six. Not, let's keep
0: going. No, I'm I'm saying like I'm out no, for I a hard nap.
1: Done. That's I'm done.
0: No, I think you know what I mean. I think he would but be too. Yeah. You would just leave. Why are you staying? Why are they staying? Well, is that, no. it's not. It's not. Uh, it's not trying to. Who, who's uh,
1: was the big hooker guy? What's uh, why am I blanking on his name now? Who's the big guy who talked about basically? You know, you, you pay him to leave. Really, in the end. Yeah, that's
0: true. I, I I've heard it many times. Right. I think it's well. Like these a aren't hookers. Line. They're just ladies he picked up. Wait, hold on. Uh, he was. They were suggesting earlier in the season. They were he suggesting was. that. Yeah, they were yeah.
1: suggesting that that he was going to a party with a bunch yeah. of prostitutes. Yeah. Okay. So you're so you're uh, you're enjoying that part with magic.
0: Sure. But the, I think we no, all
1: knew that. Spencer Haywood. I think we knew some things about Spencer Haywood. He's been his character as a star of the show, and. I can't wait to find out in the next episode, like how real it looks. Like he puts out a hit either on the coach or the no, entire team said, because they voted the to get team. rid of him.
0: The whole team, the Lakers. He said it. Uh, this is again. You just reference it. There, there's not enough time. This better be a nine-hour episode. There's so many things to, to wrap up. What are we doing? Like let's let's go here. Uh, yeah, literally, we have the team is trying to win a title. At the same time, there's all these other uh, topics to delve into. And, oh, by the way, one of the players just put out a hit on the entire rest of the team. Like, how are we going to wrap this all up in one episode? It's crazy. I love it. It's amazing. We had to wrap up a whole coaching decision last episode. I, I would really like to know the actual truth on if Jerry Buss made a decision on the coach and then went to the coach's house and he didn't recognize him and he had to change his mind. Yeah, that's that Jack
1: McKinney was still, yeah. had massive post-concussion issues.
0: Got lost, got lost at the Forum, which, by the way, is a very hard place to get lost. Just a circle. Yeah. I've been in, I've been in the Lots of bowels of that arena many times. Yeah. It's very easy to get out It's on. a great show. It's phenomenal. It's great,
1: and I you're right. I don't think they have time to get to all the stories. And I want to see
0: the rest of the 80s. Yeah, this uh, this could be fifty seasons. Because, because the, the
1: players of the NBA in the '80s are just completely fascinating, and they've, again, like every era, they've they've kind of been whitewashed in a way. Like, oh, they're oh, oh just great sports era, no issues with the players at all. How do you think? With the, I love that we got little snippets of Larry Bird and the kind of guy he was, <laughs> just an absolute jerk. Yep. Uh,
0: the how how would Spencer Haywood's story have played out with TMZ? Oh in LA, God. yep. Like out yep. on the streets trying to score—that's insane. That was,
1: that was a good deal of the NBA in the '70s and '80s, man. It's a good deal of the country in the '80s. By the way, i, I, I know you're not watching it. Maybe you already watched it, but, um, and I know it's an older show. It's still, it just—it's still going on. But watching Snowfall. On the the whole crack deal and potential government involvement and you know gun trade and that's yeah. uh, freaking what a show. So that the, what a show. So again, just, the whole cocaine theme in the eighties. We're just
0: going to every show we watch. Uh, that the um, I can't. I watch too many. You know that I don't watch commercials, but when so the when I did finally find that uh, the Joe Francis documentary, it's on. It was on the TNT on demand, and so you have to watch the commercials. You can't. You can't fast forward. That's what a, a lot of stuff I watch is like that. That's why I know the. Commercials like the back of my hand. And they were showing a lot of previews. Your show is still on? Animal Kingdom's still on? Oh, yeah. Wow. You're the not last, caught up, last right? Se- I've never watched an episode. The last season's coming up. I don't want to ruin
1: it for you. But I'm not going to watch you're it. You're never going to watch it? Yeah. Um, well, now it's all about the family taking over and the adjustments because they freaking blew away Smurf.
0: Smurf's a person? Uh, uh, yeah. Ellen
1: Barkin. Blue. Oh. It's a woman? No. Yeah. She was the boss. She was the, the granny.
0: Okay.
1: And eventually they just... She's gone? They took her out, yeah. Okay. So, now it's all about the kids coming together and trying to trying to be badasses without Smurf around. It's good. Wasn't she the reason you watched the show? A lot of it, yeah. Okay. A lot of it. I mean, there's, you know. Yes. A lot of it. She's an intriguing character.
0: More intriguing than Spencer Haywood or well, or Jeannie Buss? Jeannie's yeah, fascinating, too.
1: Uh, NBA this weekend. I'll make the quick transition. <laughs> um, more interested in... Mavs Sons or GSW and Memphis? You know you know my answer. My, is. my dubs, of course. And well, it I'm more interested in that one too, but you know why. Uh just for the Draymond drama. Yeah. Jared, do you have the uh the Draymond two cut? We
0: fire this? You gonna boo someone to get elbowed in the eye and blood running down your face? I could have had a concussion or anything. So if they gonna if they're gonna be that nasty, I can be nasty too. Assuming the cheers was because they know I'll get fine. Great, I make twenty-five million dollars a year. I should be just fine.
1: I don't even care about the end. I like the I can get nasty too. Let's go because this could like I just talked about. We were just talking about the eighties. There, there, the in eighties into the nineties. There were some rivalries where it's like, hey, you want to foul hard? Let's foul hard. And that's why I was kind of laughing at you know Draymond's like oh, I could have had a concussion. You know, I mean, you know, you know me, and, and you, you know, I'm not a high level competitor, but. Um, in the past, in the NBA, and they really tried to curb it. It got to a point in the early 90s where, like, David Stern's like, this is freaking insane. You know, yeah. and, then, and then it was like, then he had to go crazy over the line where it's like, you know, someone puts their toe on the floor with a brawl breaking out, and they're like, hey, you're out of the next game. Right? So that was to curb it. But we're kind of trending back towards that. And when you've got a guy who's kind of an instigator and wants to play physical, and then you've got a team with John ja Morant and a bunch of offensive linemen with the Grizzlies, let's go. Sure. The formula's there for, I mean, you know, Draymond already had his face busted by an elbow. GP2 went down hard by Dylan Brooks. Brooks is out. Um, But when I hear, the thing is, when I hear Draymond Green say, and I know he was talking about the crowd, but when he says, you want to get nasty, I can be nasty. All right, bro. There's a lot of big guys on the other side, and guess what? You have some brittle guys on your side, the Stars. I don't want to see that happen, but it might. Sure. Like, like well, it and did. It, this has always been. It's it always did. been. It's always. But these, we're talking about some of the bit players, right? I don't, like, I don't like, think, like, think GP is a bit player. I think it's a very important I, part of the but, series. But if someone cracks Clay Thompson, breaks him in half, or Steph Curry, or John Morant, at this point, it might be good if
0: somebody does it to Clay for us. Uh, for us, yeah. Uh, one yeah, and a half year long time GSW fan. A little longer than that.
1: Do you worry about that at all that it's gonna
0: especially for the guards, you know, when they're driving? Yeah, I mean yes. Of, of the way the series is going. But I mean hopefully the fact that I, I don't I don't believe people actually want to take guys out and injure them, and I think the well, fact that they did is go is going to at least send a little bit of a message.
1: What about. I like in this too is uh baseball. We've seen a couple of cases and I'm trying to think there's a recent one, but I it's one blanking right now where you, you'll get a pitcher who's just hyper-aggressive and is throwing at the other team, and his own teammates will be like, dude, stop. Yeah. Because now I got heaters coming at me at 98 miles an hour, and they could be going after better players. And I just – like, the the recipe is there for physicality to get to a level where there's some key players who get busted up.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think that's, that's certainly possible. And, but I, I do think – I think the actual injury, the one-game suspension on top of that, it should – curb a lot of it we'll see i mean but it just takes one more incident to escalate to throw that all out the window but i do think the grizzlies have some sort of like okay i mean i know i know people don't like that it's not like this anymore i think the old school mentality is like take out all 12 guys on their team if they can't play the next game we win like that nonsense but i do think there's some sort of level of like all right we literally took a guy out for the entire series probably the season that's kind of messed up like toned down a little bit. Cofield and Company presents Grab Bag. Don't touch it. Don't even look at it. Only on ESPN Las Vegas. Take your hand in there,
1: rolling out of here in a couple minutes getting ready to watch you the baseball against hawaii jared back in the finley toyota studios doing a good job the last two days jed at the set here adam hill cofield boy i hate to close out the week on a down note but uh if it means adam getting all worked up about officials let's I, do it i actually think you're gonna be more than me okay let's start with where do you want to
0: start you want to start with mad bum and the guy caressing his yeah, hand what i mean what's going on by the way, that guy, and I can't think of his name right now, that, that umpire, for those that didn't see it, you know, the umpire's check players as they come off the field, pitchers now to make sure there's no foreign substances. Mad Bum comes off the field. He holds his hand out to be inspected by the ref, the, ref, the ump, and the ump, as he's massaging his hand to try to find a foreign substance, he's staring into Mad Bum's eyes. And Mad Bum's looking, at, Bumgarner's looking away like, okay. And finally he looks and, like, bro, What? What? And then the up gets into it with him and tosses him. Like, you were waiting for that. That's what you wanted. And now there's all these people posting videos of other times where that umpire has, like, stopped the game to stare down a player. Like, it's his thing to just stare down Really? What are you going to say? Huh? And he does it all the time. Like, you need to be fired. You're done. Hate to say it, but,
1: you know, when you let Cowboy Joe West stay around forever and do crap like that, then some
0: of the young guys are going to act the same way. I didn't know he had a history oh, yeah. of trying to stare people Well, up. I didn't either until I just saw this video compilation of him staring at other people. Now, there also was, and we've been for robot sh- strike zones forever uh, on this show, but there was also the Marcelo Zuna at-bat this week where he was he was called out on three straight pitches, all called strikes, not one in the strike zone. Not one! Three straight pitches out of the strike zone, all called strikes. He's, he's rung up. That's completely unacceptable. And by the way, there's... And there's another umpire, and I was watching the game yesterday. They said he had a game last week, only one missed call. One missed call on balls and strikes throughout the game, and nobody ever cares about that. It's just these these guys that are terrible that are always getting all the attention. Stick your hand in there, Dave.
1: Do we have an issue with officials in
0: the NBA? We do. And I think the the follow-up to this is, is not going to make you happy. Uh, there was There's a, you know, during the playoffs, the, the officials are mic'd up for the most part. And oftentimes during commercial break, they'll have a conversation. uh, And if it's not, you know, related to the game necessarily or something that could be uh, competitive advantage type stuff, they might just play it on the air. And they did that in this case because they're they're at the Celtics game. Jack Harlow was introduced and there was a big cheer because he is a massive Celtics fan. And the referees are standing on the court like, who is Jack Harlow? And they're, they're, they're just having a conversation. Never heard of him. have no idea. Like, I don't know. And they're like, it's that guy, I guess. And they don't know who he is. Now, that was broadcast. Jack Harlow tweeted about it. It was like, come on, man. So the officials, led by Scott Foster, everyone's favorite, they filmed a video sitting in a car, rapping along lip syncing to Jack Harlow lyrics. Now, by the way, I have to imagine they had no idea what they were saying because it's a particularly... Uh, raunchy i guess part of the no it's not outright it's kind of more subtle but it was kind of interesting that they chose to do that but why are you making yourself the story we talk about we should not know who officials are it's kind of a funny video i get it but we shouldn't know who you are you shouldn't be involved in this
1: when people believe they're untouchable in their jobs as scott foster probably should because he is, literally. I mean, he's the closest official tied to the Donaghy case. Yeah. And he's still here, and he's got horrific records against certain players in games that he's officiated in the playoffs, and he's still around. It's, it's unbelievable. So, so why wouldn't you be a yeah. brash,
0: arrogant ass? Yeah. Now, again, this particular audience is funny. I do think it's humorous and a right. good job by them to kind of call it, call themselves out. But they should not be the story. What do you always say famous. about officials seeking out attention? Yes, first of all, if we know who you are, you probably shouldn't have your job anymore. Yep. And that that was – it's bizarre. Funny, but bizarre. Well, enjoy
1: the NBA tonight. Damn it, Sixers leads down to four. Come on. Whoa. 57 to 53. Come on down here to LB Ballpark. Three games on the way. UNLV Baseball taking on Hawaii tonight in about 10 minutes. Afternoon games on Saturday and Sunday. You can get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com and cheer these guys on. If they get on a a great run here into the postseason, the Mountain West Conference Tournament, they can make the NCAA Tournament. We'll see you. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. We're out of here for the weekend. Have a good weekend.